0: You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Hey, it's Bilal Vakani at v 87 on Twitter with your Clash of Champions review. And we're going to talk about Luke Harper returning to WWE. But we've really got to talk about the main narrative around Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman. The pay-per-view itself, once we got past the pre-show, which I'll get to at the end because it sucked, started with the Tag Team Championship match on Raw Braun Strowman and Seth Rollins, of course, losing to Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Braun was interviewed backstage. After this, he blamed Seth for losing the titles. We heard from Seth. He said they lost them together. We finally got, at the end of the show, Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman in the main event. And after, I believe it was four curve stomps, Rollins got the win... Walked up the ramp with the WWE Universal title only to be attacked by The Fiend. Perfect. I I liked all of this. I'm glad Braun didn't turn heel. I think Rude and Ziggler will be an interesting tag team. I want to see The Fiend and Rollins hopefully in Hell in a Cell. I don't know where you put Braun, but I'm pretty happy with this. The other storyline that ended up being much better than I had hoped was Rowan taking on Roman Reigns in a no-DQ match. And this was really the co-main event as it was the second-last match of the night. And for good reason. These two guys brutalized each other. And when you literally least expected it, Roman was setting up for a big spear and he got booted by Luke Harper who made his shocking return. Perfect. Uh, So good to see Harper and Rowan together. I don't know exactly where you go with this. Does Daniel Bryan help Roman now? Do Luke and Rowan go to the tag team division? Or is Harper in the backup as Rowan pushes his way up to the WWE title? Very interesting. I like all of these options. Speaking of the WWE champion, Kofi Kingston defeated Randy Orton. Which, you know, I actually thought Orton might win this or we might get some bollocks and go back uh, at this at Hell in a Cell. But this seemed like a suitable ending to this feud. And it was a much better match than the SummerSlam match we saw. And I'm glad Kofi's family wasn't there. And this was much more focused. The Street Profits showed up afterwards and Booker T sort of set them straight. So maybe this is the moment where they start to get into in-ring competition. So that was a good touch and funny. Another big match was Becky Lynch. And she was defending her Raw Women's title against Sasha Banks. This actually ended in a DQ when Becky hit the ref. So it's fair to assume this match will go on. We heard from Becky before this match backstage. Sasha Bailey, for some reason, offered comments on the pre-show, which I almost missed. But that was that. We also had Bailey fending off Charlotte in her hometown. Using an exposed turnbuckle, so this was a good build on heel turn for bailey i would have just given sasha the title at this point but i'm sure we're gonna get there eventually so fine with all this we also had the tag team champions the new day losing to the revival who cut a great promo after and really look to have come into their own which is quite impressive uh be interesting to see Probably them versus Heavy Machinery, I think, is where we're going to go. I'm sort of surprised Kofi didn't lose as well. I thought we were building to or the Revival, holding all the gold. But this is pretty good, too. We also got Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross backstage. They were interrupted by R-Truth, who was incorrectly operating the boom mic. Despite being a face now, Alexa told all the other goobers to go get Truth. Uh, this would carry into their title match against Fire and Desire... As Truth would run out, Alexa would try to pin him. Again, she's supposed to be a face. I don't know what's happening here. She almost won the 24-7 title, and I guess that counted as the only title defense for that title. And Bliss and Nikki retained mainly due to Nikki. But this is all very good. I like developing Nikki as sort of the star of this tag team. We also had The Miz versus the Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura with Sami Zayn uh, yelling throughout the match at ringside. Thankfully, they didn't give The Miz the title to tie him with Chris Jericho for the record. They're sticking with Shinsuke. Thank goodness. Uh, good interference here by Zayn. A lot of close falls. Quite happy with that. The pre-show. Oh, the pre-show. Drew Gulak defended his title in a great match against Lince Dorado and Alberto uh, uh, Corrillo. I would have put the title on Alberto or even Lince because you just need to create some excitement about 205 Live especially as it's getting absorbed into NXT I'm not sure Gulak is the guy you want to lead that charge for some reason we also had the US champion AJ Styles defending his title against Cedric Alexander in his hometown this was on the pre-show and for whatever reason the OC beat him down again after the win I don't know why the Viking Raiders didn't help out Styles or I should say Alexander, or any other face tag team. They just don't want to be on the show. Odd. But, overall, a very good class of champions. I'm happy with where the Universal title is going. I'm happy with the Rowan Rowan storyline, especially with Luke Harper and Daniel Bryan sure to play a part. Pretty happy with the women's title position I'd like for Sasha, especially with her. just about to watch her documentary series of the network right after. It'd be nice to have given her the title in conjuncture with this, but I'm sure she'll get it anyways, eventually. And the tag team divisions are in pretty good hands at the moment, Uh, and I do have a lot of faith in Ziggler and Rude actually. I think they'll be quite good. So that's what I thought of Clash of Champions. I'll be back tomorrow night for Raw fighting through a cold, but I got her done. We'll chat tomorrow.